And he's, he's gotta, gotta be strong, and he's gotta be fast, and he's gotta be larger than life. Larger than life. Hey! Welcome back to the Weekly Undertaking. Hello, welcome to the Weekly Undertaking. Back to the Weekly Undertaking. Yeah, they're, you're assuming that... They're returning. You you assume that we are better than we are. The, we, the odds of this being their very first episode are 1 in 62. And <laughs> that's very true. And the odds that they will... This is the second episode they listen to is 0 in 62 because there's never been a person that's listened to a full episode of us... Well, let me tell you what. ...and thought, I need more. <laughs> the odds of this being their last episode of the weekly undertaking are is through the 100%. Roof. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for joining us for the last time. <laughs> I, Goodbye. I am Mike. I'm Alex. Hi. And this is the podcast where we do weird shit every week and, and talk about it on air. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep thinking that I'm going to finish that sentence. But it turns out you don't need me for that. Oh, is that is that what you want to do? Well, because it's sort of like a a, a a balance with the end where you do challenge yourself and I do and try something new. We could do that. That would make sense. But Alex, you keep forgetting. I am also the more powerful one and I want more the recognition. I say you keep forgetting, but we have not established this once. Th- this is literally the business discussion of Mike. <laughs> I want, I'm like, I want more lines. I don't understand why you're not giving me more lines. Now, I will say say though i'm impressed you haven't been stepping it up the last few episodes i am gonna try to take that as a compliment yeah you know finally it took you <laughs> it took you long I'm enough fin- he's finally pulling <laughs> his fucking weight my god no 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 no, 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 no. yes but no but this episode is one that i am very excited for i can imagine because it says superheroes in it this is the superhero episode uh this is a suggested challenge by uh joe w um, who uh, suggested that we invent our own superhero for the week. Yeah. And uh, I think we've probably discussed it on air before because I'm a nerd and so are you. Yes. But I am huge into superheroes. Yes, and I'm like medium too bi- huge into superheroes. Right, like, you like the movies. Yeah, more than the average folk, but less than Mike. Yeah, <laughs> that is, I, I am a high standard, I will say. Yeah, um, it's like from... From zero to Mike. From zero. I'm like an eight. You're like an eight? A seven and a half and eight. Okay. I, I like superheroes, but I still haven't seen Far From Home yet. Oh, well then you're a fucking poser is what I'm hearing. No, I'm just lazy. All right. That's fair. That's fair enough. But yeah, yeah I grew up on like comic books of all kinds of varieties and uh, of DC and Marvel both. So I, I have been familiar with this stuff before it was cool. Dude. And that sounds like I'm bragging, but it's also I had a very lonely childhood and <laughs> I am glad that people have come around to being able to talk about my interests. Sorry to interrupt your uh, goings on, but there was literally a fly in my water. There was a. F- How was that possible? Did it just like? I drown think it himself? flew in just now, and uh, yeah, that's a good omen for things to come. Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. I got it out by the way, and uh, I don't care enough to get more water. So I. <laughs> that is disgusting. Look, it's like zero point one percent bug. 
at 99.9% water. Yeah, but the bug is still going to dilute through the rest of the water. We eat plenty of like bugs in I, our lives if accidentally. That, that actually is more true than you would imagine. <laughs> and it's scary and sad and I'm and I'm I'm just terrified to keep my mouth open for any number of minutes. Oh, well, I mean, no, that's not where you get most of the bugs. It's not like you open your mouth oh, and a bumblebee oh, flies into your throat. Oh, you mean through the anus? No, that's that's even less likely to happen. I mean, I don't know your life. I don't but know. You might have some spiders in the toilet. I curious no, going going excavating that up is, there. That is not where spiders live. Anus spiders. No, I don't uh, like this bit. <laughs> um, no, but like there are bugs in your food and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't tell you. Because it's disgusting, but the bugs are uh, bugs are it's not protein. As long as you don't taste them or know or ever know, then you know who cares, right? It, it actually is uh, statistic. Uh, like it's it's not an unhealthy thing to do. I mean, don't go eating cockroaches. Uh, but the bugs are everywhere. It's inevitable. Yeah, I I guess so. I guess you're right. There are a lot of there are also a lot more bugs than there are people. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, statistically, no. it's likely. What, what's that fact? Where it's like, well, not a fact, but like that that thought experiment where it was like, if every ant in the world teamed up to eradicate humans, they could do it. I mean, I don't know if that's true because I, one ant versus one human. No, no, it's like there's like a million ants for every human or something like that. I could take on a million ants. Uh, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? That episode of where one million ants is just a conscious human made up of ants. I actually haven't. That's that's oh, terrifying. That's a really good episode. I still think I could beat him up. I, I mean, I've never seen the episode. You've but... never seen the superhero episode of Rick and Morty? Oh, it was the super... Yes, I have seen that one, actually. Now I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, one million ants. Yeah. I still think I could take him. Okay. Fist fight hand-to-hand. So it's the superhero gotta... episode this week. All I gotta do is crush him. You know, find a, find a big old... Find the queen, crush it. Oh, yeah, that's just, that is how he dies. Spoiler alert. Yes, sorry. <laughs> For season three, episode four of Rick and Morty. You know, wow, you are, you know your shit when it comes to Rick and Morty. I got hyped around season three, so I'm, you know, I watched them every week with my sister when they were coming out. And season four is coming out soonish. Oh, is it? Yeah, a few months, I think. Oh, wow, look at that. And Bojack Horseman's coming out in a month. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. They're I, doing it in, like, two different parts, right? I didn't watch the trailer, because I don't want to get spoiled at all. Because I like, I, I have this little tradition where I go into BoJack Horseman every year blind. I just spend a day where I just watch it, and that's it. That's a very depressing way. It's oh, a no, depressing it, show. It is a depressing show. It's a hard day, but I love that weekend because it, it's a lot of internal uh, uh, confrontation along with watching the show. You relate to a horse that's a dried up, washed up celebrity. It's one of the most human shows on TV. Strangely enough. <laughs> Admittedly, it is a very real show, <laughs> but uh, it is the superhero episode. So enough about uh, fake uh, animations and comics and stuff. Let's get serious. <laughs> what was your okay? Well, honest question: Did you have any before the superheroes and nerd culture went mainstream? Yep. Um, before, I mean, yeah. Did you have any uh, before the MCU? Did you have any interaction with superheroes that you remember? Not too much. Mm. I dressed up as Batman one year when I was a little kid. Oh, that's cool. That wasn't my decision because mm, no. I was a kid. <laughs> well, how young were you? I as was a like kid? four or five, and my mom was like, "Batman." Okay, I mean, did you know anything about Batman? No, Batman's was, pretty cool. Yeah, he it's was a good pretty Halloween cool. Costume. It was the only time in my life where I had pecs. <laughs> that is true. I can confirm. Alex yeah. has zero pecs. Yeah, he looks at me every day. I <laughs> no, I was always more 
like you know, like Nintendo, Pokemon, Mario. That was my like super nerd focus. Mm-hmm. And then I expanded as as I got older, but that's still like my primary nerd culture. Well, you did did you even watch any like the Saturday morning cartoons with the Justice League or the nah, Super Friends? No, never. Because my thing every day was coming home from school and watching Static Shock. Do you nah. remember that show? I, I do remember that show. I've never seen it. But... Oh, it was freaking incredible. Nah. For me, it was Sonic X and Kirby right back at you. And SpongeBob. So the, <laughs> so SpongeBob and two terrible shows that were based on video games. Not terrible. Sonic X. Well, it was bad, but <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I mean, both of those shows. The entire purpose of them was not to tell a story. It was to it was to advertise the video games. Yeah, stories were told. Were they good stories? Well, can you not argue that superhero shows are just to sell merch? I would argue not that. Well. Okay, some of them are. <laughs> Admittedly, there are many toy action figures that were bought because of those shows, but can't, I don't think that's the main just, purpose. Can't we just agree that everything in the world exists for monetary interest, at least in our capitalist society? That I think that's way too broad a brush. Yes, but it proves my point. <laughs> I'm going to put out the statement that if it's true, Alex is right. I can't. I can't. I. I understand what you're saying in this particular scenario. I can't say that for everything in this capitalist society. No. What, did you graduate art school recently or something? Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. I can um, tell. No, but, I'm angry at the world. Yeah, I can tell. Um, <laughs> that's why I do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my part by making up my own superhero. I mean, this, but this exactly. This isn't exactly a shake fist at God <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so you never read a comic book or anything like that. I mean, I probably have at some point, but never like before the boom. Okay. All right. Interesting. And I think uh, the comic books I have read were not even superhero comic books, except for Watchmen, which isn't a comic book. That well, that is that's a graphic novel. Yeah, so it's in the it's in the ballpark. I mean, listen, if anybody out there hasn't read Watchmen, you probably you should you do should that. read it, or at very least watch the watch the half decent movie. I haven't, I don't know anything about the movie. It's half decent. Oh wow, look at that! I think it's on Netflix. We should watch it someday. Okay, I'm it's, down. For it's that. not bad. I I like I've read the book more times than I can yeah. count, but yeah. it's very different from the book. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Just the similar plot structure, but there are a lot of different things. I mean, there's so much happening in Watchmen that's kind of hard to capture it all in a yeah. movie. Yeah. I um, mean, it's literally called Watch, man. <laughs> Moving on from that disastrous <laughs> pun. Maybe, maybe the sequel is going to call Learn, man. No, I See, no. It's Watch and Learn. I hate that. I so, hate what that superhero so much. did you design this week, Mike? Uh, I mean, uh, do you want to go into that yet, or do you want to? Dis- uh, did, what was your favorite superhero? Growing up, um, as probably, I pull out my notes, it's probably still it's it's always been Spider Man. Speaking of which, since it's the superhero episode, I don't mind talking about it. Spider Man's back in the MCU. Oh yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, so that was like a few weeks of of hell for no reason. Which I mean, everybody freaking knew was gonna happen. Yeah, but it happened a lot sooner than I thought it would. Uh, admittedly, so Disney is an evil corporation that owns way too much borderline monopoly. It's very concerning for this capitalist society and for art everywhere. You're just not going to let that go, are you? Hell no. Okay, great. But I will say, this time they used their powers for good. This time they did good. Yeah. Hooray. Good on you, Waltz. I'm sure you're giving us a thumbs up from the ice cube. 
<laughs> from the, from just your head being frozen in ice. No, no, his whole body is oh, frozen. The okay. head was the head of Charles Dingo in that incredibly written That's parody what that was. of uh, I yeah. Carly did the did the parody. It was so yeah. brilliant that I I wrote that in as my head. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was another. You're on fire with the puns today. Thanks. Alex. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm tired. So it's the fly in the water. And yeah. It just. Uh, yeah, I've I've. You know what? That's my superhero origin story. Instead of the spider biting me, I swallowed a radioactive fly. And now you just are what? And now I'm just really good at puns. <laughs> it was a dick fly. Super annoying is what... I, I just... Sorry. I just saw the picture of the superhero you drew. No, you didn't. No, that's not it. That That is a failed attempt that at the drawing of the and picture. An, with an X on it? Listen, I tried my best. You're going to see the real thing, and you're going to be like, Wow, Mike, you improved. Well, it's going on Instagram, so I hope it's good. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, it'll be next to mine, so don't worry. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, so should we dive into the superhero bits, bits and pieces? Yeah. Okay. So one more time. The challenge uh, this week was to invent our own superheroes, draw them as well. Um, yes. Basically come up with an origin story. Origin. Origin. I don't know. There could be oranges in the origin story. I mean, there weren't in mine. Were there in yours? No, there were not. Well, then there aren't. But it was a possibility. Yes. Just not one we jumped upon. No, not not in the least. Um, but yeah, uh, so do you want to go first or shall I? No, you go first. Okay. I, I went first the last few weeks. All right. Well, um, one thing that I think that is makes a good superhero is, number one, a good superpower. But anytime that I, I think that uh, superheroes are uh, overpowered, it makes them less interesting, right? Sure. Like, Superman, sure, he's fun, but he's fun because Clark Kent, not, not necessarily because yeah. Superman. I'd say those types of superheroes are more about psychological analysis and moral dilemmas. Yeah, yeah. They weren't for a very long time, but in, in modern times, Yeah, at least are. now. Yeah. The post-Watchmen era. <laughs> I don't think that that was the... I don't think that was the specific turning point. But, I mean... Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. That was the idea behind that statement in oh, this okay. capitalist society. I know that one doesn't make sense, that but I just want to keep, just just keep it running. You want to shoehorn it in there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. Um, so, but what I think the, the superheroes that I like the most are the superheroes that seem to have the weakest powers, mm -hmm. but like make a good gimmick you know, that they can use very well. That's really interesting, because my favorite superhero, probably of all time, is uh, One Punch Man, who is literally <laughs> his whole gimmick is that he cannot lose no matter what. One Punch Man is actually a very interesting uh, show, because it it's like Superman, yeah. and that this man can do anything and get anything he wants but he's just fucking bored by everything yes which is a realist more realistic take on that when it's it's a nihilistic you take can, yeah when you could do anything it becomes boring yeah and so i mean the that concept for one punch man is very interesting but also even he has his gimmick of one punch can take down anyone yes yeah but it, I, I didn't deny it was a gimmick i just said it was my favorite yeah and that i'm probably more into the psychological elements of a superhero where you're probably more into the physical elements <coughs> no i'm more interested in the psychological well, I wouldn't say more, but the psychological elements are important. Are very important. Um, anything by Alan Moore, which who wrote Watchmen, but also wrote like The Killing Joke. Um, he had a very famous run on Swamp Thing for a while. But anything that he does is very, very psychological and philosophical, heavy and stuff like that. But I think that when you're inventing a superhero, at least for this challenge, I decided mm. to have fun with it and went on the lighter side of things. Cool. Um, but I, I'd say I went on like the medium side. <laughs> Like okay. the light medium. Okay. Well, um, this this was kind of 
not inspired, but I, I tried to capture a similar feel to, um, have you ever heard of My Hero Academia? Yeah, it's an anime. It is an anime. I have never seen it, though. Okay. Well, there is a hero in that in that show called Eraserhead. Um, I love it. Which his power is, when he's looking at you, your powers are canceled. Wow, that's actually really cool. It is cool, because it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a power that you would not think has many, um, uh, what's the word, um, immediate obvious uses in a fight no because if he could take you in a fist fight then it's over yeah exactly but he he uh he the way that he fights is very smart he has like a a mask that he wears over his face so you can't tell who he's looking at and he can cancel one at a time cool. it, it's very that is cool his his fighting style is very interesting so keeping that in mind i designed my hero uh not to that in particular but like a similar kind of simple power gimmick that mm-hmm. is very interesting cool so the here the name of the hero I know has been taken before because pro- it's a very obvious one. Um, it's up in the air. I'm not married to it, but the name that I chose for now is called Arsenal. Arsenal. Name, Arsenal. Uh, basically, his power is is uh, that he can summon things. He if he knows if he's touched an object before and knows where it is, mm-hmm. he can think about it and it'll appear in his hand. Interesting. Wow, that's actually that sounds very useful. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So I call him Arsenal because knowing that he has a gigantic room back in back in his headquarters or whatever with just of very filed mm. weapons is so, essentially it. So let me get this straight. He can't he can't like create matter. He has to take it from somewhere else. No, yeah. Think of it like He's essentially opening a wormhole. He's, he's like a teleporter. He's a, yes, but he can't teleport himself. Just objects. He can just teleport objects to him. So you can teleport like a jet plane and then use that to fly somewhere. I think. You know what? I'm going to say that there's a size restriction. Because <laughs> what I'm thinking of is him like all, all alone in an alley holding out his hand since all of a sudden he's got nunchucks. And he uses that to beat up the guys. Cool. Um, I'd go for like an AK-47. But... Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, he has guns and stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... but In a life-or-death situation. Of course, yeah. of course. No, we're not We're not promoting that. No, don't get those. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, pr- probably inadvisable. I don't know much about guns one way or another. Me neither. But they're fun in comic books. That's, yes. that, that's the point of this episode. <laughs> that's all we're saying. Yeah. Don't take it the wrong way. Please. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, so it's... Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, but but like I I I don't imagine him being like rubbing his hands together and then boom, there's a car in front of him, just like concentrating real Poof. hard. Yeah, ten elephants. Ten elephants. <laughs> just like I have touched all of these and they stood in the exact same yeah. location. Dude, if I had this power, I would just like quit my life and just become the greatest mu- magician ever. Oh, really? Just like have like a blanket and just put it down and lift it up, and then there was like a like a panda. Oh, and funny you should say that. Uh-oh. Um, because that was his, that's part of his origin story. He got, there's a panda? Well, no, I mean, I, I basically, I couldn't think of any uh, obvious way that he would gain this power except through maybe magic. And, mm-hmm. well, that's cool for, like, Doctor Strange and stuff. Mm. I personally don't love that as, as as a way of doing things. Well, what if he was born with it? He's What exactly. if it was Maybelline? What if it was Maybelline? <laughs> Actually, he used a Maybelline product, and all of a sudden... We are not sponsored by Maybelline. Oh, uh, I wish. As you can probably tell, given the, po- the kind of podcast no, I'd that we're love running. To, I'd love to model for Maybelline. <laughs> it's sort of like an ironic ad. You, you have very short hair. I don't know if that would be great. 
is it's a hair product, right? I think it's makeup. Is it makeup? I'm gonna oh, look well it then, up. Oh, then we would own it. Are you kidding me? We I, would, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Please do. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, no, like I had him basically born of um with his powers. He's uh not a mutant. He is an intellectually uh significantly different um concept. He's just a special guy. Hold it. Yeah. It is makeup. It is makeup. Yeah, so we can rock it. Oh, we would we would kill it. Yeah. yeah. Maybelline, let us know. We'll we'll wear your stuff everywhere. Yeah. You know who's gonna wear Maybelline products? Arsenal <laughs> when he's taken down the Doctor Doom. Like he gets punched. Yeah. He's like, oh, maybe he was bored with it. Oh. <laughs> he his his power his mask is actually he just thinks really hard and the makeup appears on his face. He can summon the makeup into the perfect I, location. I love how we're writing headcanon for your made up superhero. <laughs> well, now it's real. Yeah. yeah, now it's just canon. That's just the fact of the matter. Yeah, but he was born with it, and he realized his powers when he, when everybody else started figuring out magic tricks and, like, making balls appear and stuff. He was just like, all right, well, watch this. Here's a ball. <laughs> and they were just like, oh, that's really cool. How'd you do it? I, I don't know. I, wait, how are you guys doing? Yeah, like that, yeah, just confusion. That's thing. really cool. But um, later in life, he was noticed by the government, and then, and um, he had an incident in his late teens, Uh-oh. which... I did not write, but I'm sh- I assure you it's badass. There was an incident. I mean, basically, he used his powers for wrong. I'm just not sure why or oh, how. Oh, okay. Um, Got greedy or something. Exactly. But essentially, he was he was noticed by the government, and he was recruited into the CIA. Ah. Because the CIA is thinking, wow, you can make any object that you touch and you know the location of appear in your hand. That's great for, like, secret spy operations and stuff like that. You can go in. You can touch the nuclear bomb or whatever you're tracing or the spe- or the special documents. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got it. Back I like home. that it's not, like, too overpowered because he still has to get to a thing. Exactly. So his whole training with the CIA is him becoming a stealth operative. He studies martial arts and stuff. He basically becomes mm. uh, a hate. Well, James Bond is a, let, let's go with Jason Bourne. He essentially becomes Jason Bourne, uh, but stealthier. Um, so yeah, he was able to steal intel, weapons, and other objects of importance for many years. Except on um, for but I went through several words before I landed <laughs> on but. Except uh, uh, although, uh, uh, however, however. <laughs> that all changed on a mission to Belarus. I I was actually so sure you were going to say that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. That's another great superhero TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Only the well, Arsenal. Is that really <laughs> exactly all four? No, continue. Yeah. Um, but essentially, run, started running the mill mission. He was instructed. His name is Ronnie Richardson. I don't know if I said that. His uh, that's ah, a secret identity. That's a good superhero name. Uh, you, any uh, name with alliteration is really a good, really yeah, good superhero it is, name. It is. But Ronnie was instructed to enter a top secret government facility and steal a highly valuable orb, which was supposedly made of hot, precious emeralds and sapphires. But the CIA found out that the orb contained a highly dangerous nuclear bomb inside of it. Cool. Very small nuclear bomb was being being shipped to um to a museum out of the, in in Egypt. How but uh for just for an exhibit, but it was being arranged to be stolen by terrorists. Ah. So the CIA was like, we need you to go in there, get the orb and get out before the terrorists get get their hands on the bomb. And so he goes and he does it. But on his and you know does great stuff. It's really cool. Imagine some cool James Bond, like <laughs> sneaking around, punching people in the face. It's really cool. It's really awesome. I'm telling you, man. Um, but he, he so he goes in. He sneaks down. He touches the orb, gets out of there, and ports it into his hand. 
he goes and he um but on his way on his way flying back home um he learned that the intel that he received was in t- was wrong he was lied to that it was not ne- that the orb did not have a nuclear bomb inside was not being being planned on being stolen cool it was being used by the government for leverage he was be- he was stealing the thing not for like the betterment of the world so that the so that some random poor people don't get nuked but so the u.s government has has more leverage over over the people of belarus the goddamn government in this capitalist society it's ruining everything you're damn right literally you looked at me with like the finger like don't forget don't forget (laughs) exactly Uh, (laughs) i was giving that one to you Um, but yeah so he so he realized that was wrong and uh similar to captain america in captain in America, the Winter Soldier, he goes rogue. He's like, I'm not going to be a part of this bullshit. I'm going my own way. Cool. And so he, he goes rogue. He brings it back to Belarus. He leaves the orb with them. And then he he uh, goes back. And in my mind... And to I, the future? No, but, no, but he, it's not time traveler, Alex. Uh, what if he summons the DeLorean? No, that's... <laughs> again, we've covered this. There's a size restriction. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's too big. What if it big. was just the flux capacitor? That's Sorry. possible, actually. I'm writing my fanfic over here. You continue. I like it. I like it. Um, but in the comic book slash movie of Arsenal's origin story, I'm imagining that once he goes rogue, they go into his headquarters and move all the weapons around. So when he go, when like he goes to reach for them, he can't get them. Exactly. Like all when when the people fly in to like attack to like attack him and take him out so that they can't. Oh, like he pulls out the wrong shit. Oh no, no! It's like if if it's not in the location that he's thinking of, it just doesn't appear. So he reaches out and he's just like, "I'm gonna bring out my trusty so- my trusty sword or my trusty AK-47 well, from you." <laughs> yeah. But what if it was like, what if something else was in its place and he grabs that instead accidentally? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like it was like a nice sandwich, <laughs> but it's like, oh, I wanted a sword. Now nah, I have a sandwich. I think I like it oh. better when it just doesn't. I, th- I think I like it better when it just doesn't work. But that's, I like that's, that. That's a that's a probably a more serious route. Yeah, <laughs> but but still, I like I just I just like the idea of like all of these uh, SWAT members coming at him, just like don't move, don't move, and he he like pulls out, he like goes to pull out the weapons, and then just nothing happens. Pew 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 pew. Nothing. But but, but just literally nothing appears, and he has to use his uh, martial arts to take down all the people. It's pretty cool. Cool. And but. But then he uh, goes back to he makes his way back to America after beating up all those uh, the the SWAT members, and uh, he proceeds to go go rogue and uh, work as a run as a vigilante. I'm not going to say run in the mill because in this universe there's he doesn't, no vigilantes. There's no vigilantes, so he's a vigilante that is operating in Chicago because I think that in superhero world that is a neglected city. It's always <laughs> either L.A. or New York. It's nowhere in between. Yeah, Chicago is yeah. a good city. It is. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So I like that you 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 create a character mm-hmm. and you get you gave him like a like a like a story to run through like a like an origin story to how he got to his point yes yeah that i i like that yeah that's would not you, what i did would you like to see my design of the character yes okay. i'm actually very curious so you see the terrible the, the terrible attempt right yeah okay ready uh-huh sure yep this is our <laughs> Oh, He's, goodness, look at that. I tried really hard, Alex. He looks like Ninja Brian, but stupid. Damn it, you're right. He kind of does. <laughs> no, no, no offense. I, I, do, I do like this. So, obviously, those of you that are listening cannot see. Would you like to describe what you're looking at, Alex? Yeah, okay. So, imagine, like, a ninja. Just in a traditional, like, a Halloween ninja costume. 
uh, with just the eyes poking out. Um, the 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 uh, the material above his eyes has like fake angry eyes on it, and below fake. it it has a smile face. Oh, unless his eyes are covered up instead. Are his eyes covered up, or is it everything but his eyes? No, his no. It's it's like it's like think the Ninja Turtles. It's like it's oh like, it's oh it's like a yeah it's a mask okay it's, so you, it's like a little bandana thing. you can I never just want, mind I just want to say Alex is providing far more information <laughs> than actually this this drawing actually deserves yeah he has like a he's like he's doing a thumbs up yeah and um, I don't know why he's not summoning anything because that was hard to draw <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he's got a circle on like right above his belly but below his chest with an A on it. Uh, above that is nunchucks. Below that is two guns. One's a sword and one's a gun. One's a sword, one's a gun. And then below that are his legs with his feet. So Alex is going to post this on Instagram Yep, later. with mine. Yeah, but um, I want to I wanna say Alex provided far more detail than is present here. <laughs> you can it, go check right it now. It is essentially a... How, what age would you say this 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 looks like? Well, twenty three. Yeah. I, well, I mean, okay. If uh, you show, if you were shown this without context, uh, it's like a six year old drawing. Like ten. Right? Yeah, like a ten year old. I'd say ten. It's like it's not a stick figure, but it's one kind of monotonous yeah, blob. I could tell like the many dashes, like you took your time with it. I tried really hard. I appreciate that, and that says a lot about my drawing no. ability. Um. But yeah, I was thinking like it's it's one big old suit that 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 he's wearing, and then that that provides protection. Cool. Somehow. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I like it. All right, so that's that's arsenal. It's handy. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn now. It is your turn. All right. I can't wait to see what you have brought to the table, Alex. Awesome. I can't wait either because I wrote this a while ago and I forget <laughs> what it says. Okay, so this is the story. Of Grimm's Reaper. Oh, God. It's actually cooler than it sounds. Grimm's Reaper? Yeah. His name is Grimm's no, Reaper? No, no, no. Grimm is a different person. You'll see. <clears throat> On his sixth birthday, young Novak Milan was hit by a drunk driver while running away from his home. I see you like the name. I'm not I'm not laughing at the that the guy got hit by the drunk driver. That's horrible. <laughs> But what was the name of the guy? Novak Milan. Novak Milan? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, like, we're talking Eastern European kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, like from that neck of the woods. Oh, cool, go so, on. he awoke in a smoke field of violet marble face to face with death herself. She spoke to him. Your life was stolen from you. If you so wish, I can return it to you for a price. Novak accepted without much thought, as he was six. <laughs> that is that is admittedly a huge deal to give to a six year old. Yeah. You will be <laughs> You will be called into action in the future to join my rankings. Soon after he awoke in a ho- oh, soon after he awoke in a hospital surrounded by doctors and his parents. I forgot a comma. <laughs> For the next twelve years, Novak enjoyed his life, not giving much thought to the deal he made, until of course death called upon him to work under her as one of her reapers. All right. Or the one reaper. I changed the story a little bit. Uh, I'll, you'll get it. Okay. In, bet- in between the afterlife and our realm sits a neutral zone where the transporters between the two dimensions live. The leader of these car- carriers is death. 
She initially transported each soul individually, but once the human population increased past the point where only one being could keep up, she began to hire carriers to help transport souls. Carriers are deceased human beings who would rather work instead of do nothing in the afterlife forever. I gotta imagine there are a lot of those. Yeah, there's probably a good couple hundred thousand. Oh, wow, okay. One in a hundred million souls are asked to be carriers once they perish from the mortal world. However, there is always one carrier named the Reaper that lives on the mortal world to serve as a, to serve a very specific purpose. Death offered the job to young Novak once he was wrongly killed, knowing her current Reaper was not long for this world. Novak's 18th birthday was the day the current Reaper died and the day death came to Novak. So that was rather convenient. You know, it always is, isn't it? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> did, 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 did Novak kill the other Reaper by turning 18? No, he didn't. He doesn't know shit. All right, all right. Yet. All right. The jobs and abilities that come with being the Reaper. Long ago, death began to see the wrongfulness of man. She enacted a countermeasure to try and keep justice afloat in the world and began bestowing the abilities of a carrier to one mortal at a time. That mortal was to enact a strong serving of justice upon those who have caught death's eye. More specifically, those who have wrongfully killed, accidentally or intentionally, another will be taken by the Reaper while their victim will be revived. If their victim's body is unable to contain life, they will be reborn to live as someone new from beginning. Once a week, more or less, Novak will be called to take the life of someone who has done wrong. Novak is not briefed about the specifics of the person. He is solely given their identity and the ideal time to strike without notice. Novak is bestowed, bestowed excuse me, a charcoal roll, robe uh, which conceals his identity and, a, uh, and coats himself in a shadow. He is also gifted a large curved scythe. Novak is not immortal, though he is healed upon his return from each mission, mission so all he has to do is not die. Wow. That is very interesting. It's so very similar to Ghost Rider, but kind of with your own with your own little twist. Yeah, well, to be fair, I've never seen Ghost Rider. Do you know anything about Ghost no. Rider? No, okay. I know Nicolas Cage played him in a terrible movie. Oh God, that's what you know about yeah, Ghost that's, Rider? That's all I know. Okay, <laughs> no, I mean, no, this is badass. I actually, I'm actually very impressed by what you by what you uh, by what you have brought to the table here. Um, but um, no, Ghost Rider, the sent I forget his origin story, but his essential thing is he's. He works for, um, I forget if it's a demon or if it's the devil himself, but mm -hmm. he goes around and captures um, uh, souls that are basically bad people, goes in and hits them with his penance chain and then drags them to hell. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that's very different, but I actually really like this. Yeah, it's like a small countermeasure. I kind of imagine it as sort of like a, like, a, like death will teleport him to and fro the victims, but won't help him out in the actual struggle. And she doesn't give a shit whether or not anyone else knows about him. Uh-huh. So, like, over time, it's sort of, like, throughout history, this is where the origin story of the Grim Reaper came from. Oh, I like it. Where it's like a, like a masked figure comes with a scythe, scythe to harvest you. Okay. And it's sort of like, yeah, it's it happens, like, all over the world, like, once a week, like, one person dies. So, like, it, it's hard for, like, like, people to see, like, well, it can't be one person because it's like, oh... The one death is here in California, and then a week later it's in uh, India, and then a week after that it's in Antarctica. That's so like it's... Is there are a lot of a lot of the bad people that die in Antarctica, Alex. <clears throat> at least one. At least there's, there's at least one. That's yeah. like the third uh, the, the third book, I guess. 
So he just gets poured in, and, and Death is just like, okay, I killed this guy? Yeah, it's basically what it is. And uh, I would imagine that eventually he would sort of, not toy, but get curious about what the person did. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. he'd sort of, like, maybe, like, spend some time, like, trying to figure out, like, what this person did. Maybe there's a time where he won't agree with Death's assignment and refuse. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, that's, that's, that's a really interesting concept. I've left it open. Because I didn't care a, a lot about this. <laughs> but also so that the, the story can be taken in any kind of direction. Yeah, it's sort of like, um, yeah, that's basically it. If anyone's interested, you know, call me. We'll, 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 we'll collab on this on this shit. We'll collab. Yeah, you know. Um, but this is definitely not uh, the story I would want to focus on if I was ever to do, like, a comic book of my own. You wouldn't? No. It's just pretty, it's, it's potential. Yeah, that's why I did it for this episode. Yeah. Um, because like my the idea I think is really good. I'm keeping it myself until I find an illustrator who wants to spend <laughs> years working on a comic book with me. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, I like it a lot. Does he have any actual powers, or does he? Uh... He's just uh, he's just sort of just a guy. He with, is, with a big old scythe. He has a big scythe that's light as a feather for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a like a discount Thor's hammer where it's like pretty heavy for anyone Every, else. Uh, everyone else, yeah. And uh, of course, he can summon and uh, disperse it whenever he needs to mm-hmm. when he's on a mission. Right. Every other time, he's just like a regular dude, and his robe always conceals his identity perfectly if the hood is up. Okay. So no one can see his face if. Oh yeah, like the, the like the drawings of the Grim Reaper. You can't see the face. Yeah, That's you really can never cool. see the face. So I All have right. a little drawing. It, oh yes, please. Um, here I'll show it to you. I did it in on the computer because I was lazy. Um, oh, you mean you actually tried? Yes. So it's it's just a it's just a person. In I a like cloak. it. I really like it. Yeah. Thank you. That's big, really cool. Big fucking red scythe. Yeah, really big red scythe. Is that the blood of his enemies? Or it's just the color of it. Okay. <laughs> I wanted some color in there, you know. Yeah, I hear you. It's just creative decision. <laughs> so why did Death choose Novak? Maybe she felt bad for his death. Maybe she because uh, this is fate in my mind worse yeah, than death. It's sort of a convenient thing, and I mean, for well, he didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um. Well, he did, but he was six. And, you know, it's like, hey, be a superhero when you grow up. It's like, okay. Uh, I'm going to be a superhero every time, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's sort of like what can be explored in stories like this. It's sort of like the idea of... Uh, Superheroism. Yeah, like the idea of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of typical superhero shit. Well, I mean, I would say that it's more recent and more adult comics that actually deal with the question of what's right and wrong. Well, there are, there are yeah. you know... When you look at the when you watch the Justice League or Spider-Man cartoon or something like that, it's just this like um you don't actually know what the Joker is doing half the time. You just know Joker bad, Batman good. Let's watch him punch. Yeah, this could sort of be maybe even almost a not a satire, but a commentary on that where mm-hmm. it's like literally here's a random person who you're told is bad yeah. and you have to kill them. Mhm. Do you just believe blindly or do you question that person and prove to yourself that this person is bad so you can sleep at night? Interesting. All right. I don't know. I think there's some possibility here. and There I'd, sure as hell is. I'd play with this character more if I had free time or yeah. uh, more talent in the drawing <laughs> a, uh, department. I like it. I really dig it. Thank you, Mike. Your All opinion right. means a lot to me. And I'm I, sure that's not true. No. No. This was so much fun. It was. This was I, actually a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I love doing episodes like this. We got yeah. to design restaurants last week. We and did. this week, we got to design superheroes. Look at us being all creative. 
Damn, son. All right. Um, do you want to say anything about else about superheroes or just that I had a grand old time doing this? I really uh, did too. Yeah, I love superheroes. I'm really gonna try to watch Far From Home soon. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> I think it's out on DVD now. Ah, I'll get it. All right. Um, and yeah, that's it. How right. about you? Um, I mean, I always imagine superheroes and stuff in my spare time because, or when I was a kid and. Less to a lesser extent now, but still sometimes yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, but like, yeah, it's a it's a fun thing to do. It of really course. is, and I'm glad that I actually got to sit down and kind of work out how that one superhero would come to be. So, that makes yeah. me glad, and I, I enjoyed your ideas, yeah. and I hope you enjoyed mine. I did indeed. Yes. All right, shall we uh, pick and bucket? Yeah. All right, plan. Time to pick for the picking bucket tonight. Bucket. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. Hey. All right, we're back. Let's pick from the bucket. We already did. Oh. We picked during the song, wink. I guess so. What's our challenge this week, Alex? It's called... I'm a poet, and I wasn't even aware. Uh, yeah, our challenge for this week <laughs> is to write a poem every day. Every day for a week, and then we'll read it on air. We'll torture you with our tortured souls. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. I'll that's write it down. in the description yeah, of the next no, episode. No kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mike, do you have any experience with poetry? I mean, I've read, I've read a lot of it. I've written some poetry, some oh, joke really? poetry, though. Yeah. yeah like I... some, some good old-fashioned ABAB punchline Yeah. Oh, I poetry. see. Like limericks kind of thing. Yeah. All right, yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, I was an English major in college, so I did read a shit ton of poetry. Yeah, you know what you're doing. I, I don't because I really didn't write a lot of it. Uh, well, in comparison just, to me, I can just recognize. I've, I'm trained in the art of recognizing uh, good poetry and what good poets do. I myself am not a good poet, so this should be very interesting and a fun kind of experience. Well, I'm glad you're here with me because I don't know how to talk about poetry. Okay, so. You can do that. I am going to have a lot of fun looking at your poetry and trying to see what you accidentally did. Yeah, you know what? Who knows? Maybe I can, I'll, I'll be accidentally deep. Although, yeah, yeah I, I will, I'll just start doing research and stuff. You know, it'll be Probably. fun. It'll yeah. be good. It will be. So look forward to that next week. Yes, yeah, please do. And I'm if, excited. Hey, listen, if anyone's listening here, please uh, write in your poems. Yeah, you know what? I'd love to read some, uh, well, actually... We're recording this the day this episode goes up, so, so we probably we, won't. Never mind. Well, no, I mean, send it to us anyway. We'll read it if not next, if not next episode, the, the episode after. We, we will read your poetry. Yeah, of course. I am curious. I want to. I want to. I want to feel the th- something. Yeah, please for once. do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um. Well, write in for your poetry and write in for any other suggestions that you might have for different challenges. Totally. Our email and uh, social medias are in the description below. Totally. Yeah. So is our website, of course. Yes, and so is our uh, podcast network's website, postfun.info. I don't know if it is, but you can find it through our website. Or you could just type in postfun.info. Yeah, yeah. that's where it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we have artists that help us throughout the throughout the show. We have Winston DeJesus, who does all the podcast cover art, and Adam Rudy, who does all the music, all the lovely, beautiful music. Thank you both to them. You can support them by following their, the links to their social medias in the description below. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And we forgot to talk about Phil Lewis, but we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. And Goodbye. try something new.